the meat of it. Uh, what's your favorite anime airing right now? My favorite anime airing right now, technically it just ended, but it was uh, Villainous. Uh, so, oh All Roads Lead to Doom. All Roads Lead to Doom, yeah. I, I love uh, her, her giant forehead. That's, that's my thing with characters. <laughs> you got a big forehead, I'm in. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Anime Summit Podcast. It's your favorite host the most. Sam the Bomb, and of course, as always, with me is Danny. I'm back. It's Nick, a good day. Nick, too slick. How's it going? And a very special guest. Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got Miles from Crunchyroll. Super Yay. happy to be here. Thank you all for um, having me. I'm gonna throw a fanfare sound effect right here. Boom. Yay! <laughs> right there. Dude, I'm so excited. This has been like we've been planning this for a couple weeks now, and I had to be really quiet about it. And I was <laughs> I just was like I'm trying to be quiet. I don't want to tell nobody, but I want to tell everybody. But um, I'm so excited that you're here. Like I'm so glad you're here. I mean, look, I love podcasts. I love anime. I'm very happy to be with y'all, and uh, it's a good excuse for me to. Uh, to, to, well, I, I've run into Nick apparently before. There's photographic <laughs> proof of it, but uh, really happy to to get acquainted with y'all. Yes, I'm so happy. Likewise, so happy. Um, dude, we're gonna talk about uh, what Crunchyroll's got going on this year because you guys got a lot going on. I know we're halfway through the year a little bit already, but we got some big plans for the summer. You guys do anyway. We all do. No, I mean, if we do, I hope you all do because yeah. our plans are are for everybody for anime fans all over the world <laughs> absolutely that's definitely my plan for sure and we're going to talk about Crunchyroll originals the god of high school and some more it's going to be great i'm really excited they just dropped the new trade the final trailer for god of high school oh my god i'm so excited I'm so i think that's excited. my favorite trailer yet too like it really it, captures like the the kinetic energy and like that Look, I love a good fight scene, and to have a show that's just unabashedly all about them, mm, we're going to have a good time. Exactly, dude, exactly. So we're going to get right to that, but first, I'm going to run to the store real quick and get a cheeseburger. Anyone want anything? <laughs> Miles, you want something? Just a Diet no? Coke. Diet Coke for Miles, okay. Water-flavored Gatorade for Nick. All right, I'll be right back, oh, yeah. and we're going to no, take a lettuce, break. Lettuce-flavored, please. Lettuce-flavored <laughs> Gatorade, all right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Okay, Diet Coke for Miles. Thank you. Gatorade for Nick. Nothing for Danny because she didn't want nothing. Perfect. You could have surprised me. Well, you didn't <laughs> give me any money. So, <laughs> uh, dude, be able to uh, make sure go to links.animesummit.net, of course. And shout out to the new patron, Patrick. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Go to Patreon. Hell yeah, Patrick. Go to patreon.com slash animesummit if you want to become a patron today. And uh, let's just jump into it. Of course, Waifun Hisbando is always the guest choice. So, Miles, Waifu of the Week, Hisbando of the Hour, who do you got? Of the week and hour. Okay, so we're not asking all time. We're asking where my heart is right now at this very moment. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, actually, yeah. In fact, yeah. 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 <laughs> it, it could be from any season. doesn't have to be from this year. It could be from any year. Yeah, but who are you thinking of? My heart. Well, I mean, right now I'm I'm at my desk. I'm at a temporary desk in my home. 
to have you know like a workstation and I've got only one anime character on it and it's Aoi Miyamori from Shirobako and she's wearing this um, th- this uh, beautiful dress and I don't remember what it's from but it was part of the movie promotion that Aoi is always there for me uh, she works so hard she struggles so much she is tireless uh, relentless uh, and finds positivity in the hardest places she is always inspiring me so she's you know frequent waifu but waifu of the week for sure nice all right love shirabako that was on my decade list hell yeah no that's 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 an all-timer for sure but husbando of the hour husbando yeah husbando of the hour i'm gonna go with zoro from one piece um I've been loaning my copies of One Piece to a uh, local small child that my wife found in a local mom's group. Uh, so we've just been leaving them out on the front porch and his mom picks them up like once a week. And it's gotten me to like reread One Piece because there's just One Piece volumes all around the house right now instead of neatly on the bookshelf. So I've been, I've been, I've been peeping some of them. I'm so scared Zorro. to jump into that. There is nothing better to do during this quarantine period than to start one piece there when when is a better time there is, right. there is no, no one who time. does it regrets <laughs> it right no definitely not definitely not apparently there's like recaps on youtube like it'll if you it'll give you like a brief summary some people made some fan videos on that so like yeah i've heard people they're like oh i'm just gonna read the manga and then catch up to the anime that way and then some people do it a different way i guess you could do it whatever way works Mm-hmm. There's also those like recap movies. I think there's. Oh yeah, I was gonna movies. say there's a the compilation right. yeah. movies. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like Gundam it, a little bit. The gun, the Gundam ones are still like nine hours for the. First yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say those ones are, those ones are a bit. They have those. They have the Attack on Titan ones too. The, for the first season. I don't know if they did them for the other seasons, but. Those are great. Yeah, though. dude. They are. The, I watched the first one. The first one's actually re- like the way they cut it together is really cool like Cabanieri, i will never watch the tv show again because i could just watch the movie i mean same with girl and lagon to be honest i know that's like kind of sacrilegious to say but <laughs> the movies are the best yeah, i mean if you've, if you've already seen it they're they're good it's just like a saves you time you get the high mm-hmm. points mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anyways oral's really hot so <laughs> That's what's up. He is. He is. He's, I he's ain't gonna good. lie. <laughs> he's probably the coolest One Piece character of you know from what I know. Oh, he's the green-haired never... dude. Okay. Yeah. One Piece newbie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. All right, dude. Well, let's dive right into it. But first, Miles, can we just get some questions? I have some questions about you. Like, what what do you what do you do at Crunchyroll, and how long you been there? Like, what do you what are some like, what are some well, of your day-to-day things that you do over there? Goodness. My day-to-day, every time I, I try and answer this, I have a really hard time. So I, I've been with Crunchyroll for about seven years or so, depending on how you look at it. And I've had about seven different roles. I just move, I've moved around and I moved up and it, I've side to side and uh, backwards and forwards. Uh, so I started off technically as a booth babe. Um, but I was the best booth babe we ever did have. The ultimate so booth babe. <laughs> <laughs> I made Crunchyroll seem hot. In <laughs> that, that skin-tight orange shirt. Uh, no, I, they, back back when I was doing like 
I was an analyst, they would fly me around the country on weekends to cons to sell subscriptions because back then a lot of folks didn't necessarily know what Crunchyroll was. So I was there and I'm like, hey, how do you watch your anime? You know how you should be watching your anime? It should be Crunchyroll. And like I had the best sales numbers and I was like really, I was really into it and I, I, I liked the product so that, you know, helped. Um, yeah, I, I see you on then, Twitter a lot. You're always like pitching Crunchyroll and <laughs> super excited about it. I mean, that's exactly what you... That's what you're good at. So, well, I mean, it's just like a natural thing. Like they didn't. Yeah. They certainly would rather I probably, you know, the the PR department probably I didn't tweet about stuff all the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, back in the day, like I is, and just like now, I, I just really am passionate about anime and sharing anime with other people. Like that's been my whole life. Whether it was in my college anime club or starting my own anime convention or you know the you know seven years I've been at Crunchyroll and. I'm in this department, audience development, and I, I do community marketing. I'm the director for like social media, on-site programming, news, so things that directly touch the the anime fan. I try and be the bridge between the fans and the company, so that we Absolutely. can continue to be like a fan-led company. Like our founders love anime, and I want to carry that passion that they still had into the current company that is now like giant part of the warner media world oh yeah that yeah is just kind of propelled beyond this little i came there basically right when we stopped being a startup and i've watched us change a million times over but it's still got that heart so i'm pretty happy okay w- would you say you're kind of like a lightning rod for crunchy roll or is that is that kind of spread spread out amongst people i am certainly a lightning rod um for better or for worse um <laughs> <laughs> that's gotta be tough though. Uh, people are like miles <laughs> I mean, like, look, there have been a lot of 4chan threads about me back when people actually still used 4chan. <laughs> um, uh, and, you know, a lot of them were like, you know, I disagree with Crunchyroll, but this Miles guy knows what's going on. I'm like, no, no, no. I actually would prefer you feel completely the other way around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bozo, but like Crunchyroll, they're pretty good. <laughs> um, it's also easy to sell when you love the product, too. I mean, like. It's so you know. easy to sell yeah. something that you're passionate about. Yeah, Absolutely. So and one more question about you for sure before we get yeah. into the, the meat of it. Uh, what's your favorite anime airing right now? My favorite anime airing right now, technically it just ended, but it was uh, Villainous. Uh, so, oh my God. All roads lead to girl. Doom. All roads lead to Doom, yeah. I, I love uh, her, her, her giant forehead. That's that's my thing with characters. <laughs> they got a big forehead, that's, I'm that's in. a good thing. You got a good thing. You got a good thing, I think. <laughs> I really like Wave Listen to Me as well. But that one's not like, it's not like every Saturday morning I'm jumping up in the, up and down in the couch saying like, time for villainous, time to watch Katarina be a complete idiot. Like, <laughs> it just has been like one of the biggest delights in quite a long time for the anime world for me. This has been a great season for anime. It was a, it, it was a good season for sure. Yeah. Wave Listen to Me is really cool. Very, like, it's different. It was a nice change of. That's the, the romance by Studio Mappa. Is that right? I think yeah, that was the radio with the girl that goes on the radio. Oh, no, that's the other one. I no, was thinking of a different sun- one. That's Wave Listen to Me is Sunrise. I mix up that's Wave right. Listen to Me and Listeners. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Listeners, like, yeah. Yeah. Wave this- Listen to Me is the one with all the women that have the weird shadow eyeballs. Oh, Shadow eyes. Eyeball. Okay, Shadow yeah. Eyeball. You got, you <laughs> okay. They no, there's shadows on the eyeballs. Yeah. No, I'm mixing up Yesterday, too. Those those three shows, <laughs> like Yesterday. Wait, oh, I, I, I yesterday. like Wave Listen to Me the most out of all three of those, though. That That is a good show. The, there's uh, the just so much yeah. going on this season. 
there was a lot going on this season. Yeah. And I had to like put some on hold a little bit because I was like I'm a little overwhelmed. But well, so um, did Japan, yeah. unfortunately. Summer is yeah. going to be <laughs> interesting because of uh, all the delays. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Backlog. See, I, I can finish One Piece during summer. <laughs> um. Yeah. There you go. Hop on One Piece right now. <laughs> um. All right. So Miles. Yeah. Can you dish a little bit on the Webtoon partnership and what like we can expect from like because obviously like so Tower of God is like done right and then now we're gonna get God of High School. Is there anything else like like what what else can we expect from that and like you know how big has that been for you guys? Oh, I mean. The, the easiest thing to say is you can also expect Noblesse because we've also announced that one. Noblesse, um, yeah. Uh, but you can, it, it's been a big deal. I mean, wh- what can I say? It's been a really big deal. We have, we have 10 years, we have the biggest uh, collection of data uh, in anime history, right? Because we have tens of millions of users who have been with us for over a decade. And we can see, you know, if you watch this, you'll also watch this. And we see all these people, and they're all watching this, these Webtoon shows. And we see on our social media, like, people going crazy for the God of High School, uh, which isn't even out yet, but it's already such a big thing within the world of anime. And, you know, we, we very much follow what our users want. Uh, we try. We test things out. We try and go a little beyond what they think they want. Um, and we've been pleasantly surprised and you know we we've also found some places where folks don't necessarily latch on immediately uh when we're testing out new stuff but Mm -hmm. webtoon is something where we have seen a lot of positivity and at the beginning of the year uh both us and webtoon said hey you know what other webtoon series would you like to see adapted into anime and uh we got a lot of responses and we're certainly keeping a, a look at that and people are still saying hey check out this webtoon check out this webtoon and so i'm glad to see so many anime fans looking at Webtoon as like, this platform has so many great titles. This like there's so many series that people really really love on web that are part of Webtoon, um, and uh, it's certain we're paying a lot of attention. Yeah, yeah. I have um. There's a podcast I listen to called Project Manga, and they mm-hmm. have another one called Project Webtoon, and they talk about. That's how I started reading Webtoons for sure. Like they they had been recommended to me by our listeners for a while. But I didn't really start reading manga until I started listening to them, you know, Shonen Jump stuff included. And I could recommend about like five of them right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> I webtoons are just they're crazy. And no, like, give it to me. Yeah. Oh, what's, um, what's your favorite? If you had to pick just one, solo leveling, which I'm sure right. you've heard a lot about. Yeah, I'm hearing. I'm hearing a little bit of solo leveling. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it's really. It's really kind of straightforward, you know. It's it's for it's for like the Sao lovers, in my opinion. You know what I mean? But like, I don't know. It's <laughs> just it, the action in it is really cool. The action scenes is what's gonna keep people like. It's always kept me like on the edge of my seat reading. Like it's crazy. I like it. I like it a lot. Really cool. So yeah, I haven't heard the connection to or the the recommendation for Sword Art Online fans as a huge Sword Art Online fan. I am sorely, sorely tempted. Uh, it's got like that, you know, overpowered main character kind of thing, you know. Oh, so yeah. like, and he's going into dungeons and like doing it by doing it on his own, and it's just really cool. It's really crazy. It for some reason like the story is really linear, you know, but you keep turning the page. I don't know, man. I don't. It's it's well, it's it's crazy. That's why sword art was so popular because 
it was easy to understand and like every every everybody had a goal it looked yeah. good it sounded good you know just yeah. had all the basic ingredients for an easy to watch show absolutely absolutely that's what that was um yeah but no that's I, I i love that i'm excited for more webtoon stuff so that's really cool that you guys are you know asking around and hearing hearing what people have to say so that's legit um well, it also helps people keep watching tower of god so yeah keep, oh man that I, tower up. of god i love tower of god I, i'm i am not done yet but i'm gonna be done probably this weekend i'm so excited <laughs> um so is so is Crunchyroll going to add more dubs to shows? Like, will every every Crunchyroll original have a dub? We're going kind of crazy with dubs lately. Um, so we've definitely ramped up our dub production. I think currently we have like four or five dubs going, depending on some things have finished off. But like, just in this uh, Q2 in in the spring season, we had Villainous. We had uh, we finished up uh, what's it called Somali. Uh, we're doing Eighth Sun still every week. Um, Science fell in love. Uh, Welcome to school, Demon School, Rumakun. Also mm. finished up recently. So <laughs> like that show is so funny. <laughs> I need to catch. I only watched the first couple episodes, but it's good. You like you're liking that one. Yeah, it's it's very uh, out there and just it's silly and and just how the main character can't say no to certain things. <laughs> so I I'm always really endeared to shows when the dub cast gets like unironically really into their shows. And the Arumakun yes. cast is obsessed. That dub cast loves, loves, loves Arumakun. So <laughs> usually, that's like, awesome. that's the best, like, indicator for me of, oh, I should check this out. Right, like, the, the own cast, like, your own cast is into it. They're just, like, they probably love their job. They're like, okay, I can't wait to go in today. Like, you know. Everyone's like, oh, but no, that's cool paid. that you guys are going hard. That's cool but that you're going like, hard in the dubs. I mean, people are watching them. We want like we want to give everyone the full like not everyone watches subbed anime so we want to make sure that especially for our, like more important like our bigger titles rather uh, we give as many people the opportunity to watch them as humanly possible. Yeah, yeah. So as far as dubs, like, are those more delayed because of the because of COVID right now, or is it uh, are they getting back on track again, or how's that going? Because I know Netflix I had had some delayed dubs for a couple of their shows. Oh, I mean, they're still holding back. Yeah, I was I was shocked. I I, I think these are the first uh, anime I've ever seen on Netflix where the dub didn't come out the same day. Um, yeah, and Baki came out back. recently too. And I, you know, that it makes sense to me because we're we're of course experiencing the same situation. We're trying to uh, do as close to we can as the the Japanese releases. Of course, we want there to be as little bit of a gap there as possible, but uh, I'm, I'm pretty impressed with how quickly we were able to pull together uh, uh, with our dub studios and partners over there uh, a good system mm-hmm. to get dub episodes on a regular basis without any meaningful issues beyond everyone being at home. <laughs> oh, right. so, it's, so it's still relatively on track. It is, it is consistent, yeah. Okay. Certain, maybe not what we set out for initially before COVID started, uh, but I, I'm very impressed with how we're, we're getting new episodes out every week for new titles, and we finished up things like Somali and Science Fell in Love uh, pretty quickly. That's oh, right pretty on. good. That's pretty good. I love Somali, by the way. I'm going to watch the dub of that. Um, I like that show a lot. Yeah, that was a good show. I, I really needed those, like, Mushishi Kino's Journey vibes in 2020. And so that, that one's <laughs> right mixed with a little bit of Usagi drop in there. maybe A little bit of Usagi <laughs> drop. Sure. Yeah. 
As a, as a you, new dad myself, I'm like, hmm, this, this got some good dad feels. <laughs> it does. New, new, new dad best. feels. <laughs> Everyone give a shout out to uh, Miles right now. New dad. New dad clap. New dad Happy clap. Father's Day. Happy, Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Day. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's up, dude. So let me ask no. you this. You're, you're, you're in it, okay? So, like, yeah. do you consider Tower of God or the God of High School to be anime or anime inspired or just animation because like you know there's like there's always that weird discussion of like well it's not anime if it doesn't come out of japan or something like that you know what i mean but technically these are japanese studios adapting it right because i mean so like did you what do you consider them you consider them anime right i mean i can so there's the what i consider them and then what crunchyroll considers them but i mean it's actually pretty close here which is we, I consider them anime because primary production took place in Japan, which is sure. the definition we use uh, that I put together for the anime awards, right? So for the anime right. awards, you have to draw the line somewhere. And even though, like, if you are in Japan, you think it's a stupid, nonsense, arbitrary definition of what anime is, um, like, because to, uh, you know, from a Japanese perspective, anime is animation. It's everything, like the the most recent uh annual report by the like biggest animation uh society in japan spent a whole page talking about spider-man into the spider-verse right like that that's that's anime from a japanese mm-hmm. perspective so like it's kind of weird that outside of japan we have this this different definition of what this japanese cultural export is but at the same time like i get it it does mean something this this country does produce uh, a lot of animation that really comes from a different place and like the most animation in the world comes from this one you know small island country that's kind of cool so like i consider those anime myself because they were produced in japan but something like um we're we're gonna be launching like yeah avatar or onyx equinox which is coming out later this um uh this year sooner or sooner thereafter uh those are titles where they're very anime inspired uh, and they make a lot of sense. Like anime fans are going to like those more than they're going to like a normal piece of uh, adult animation or in the case of Avatar, children's animation. But they're not anime. Um, and so Crunchyroll's not trying to like market things as anime that aren't produced in Japan. But that doesn't mean Crunchyroll's not trying to market like anime-inspired things because there's a big audience for that too. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, it's good to branch out, have multiple uh, choices. Yeah, I'm with that. I'm with that. What should fans expect from the Virtual Crunchyroll Expo this year? Because obviously, virtual- like with the of the pandemic, you know, you guys went virtual. We, you know, that was and that was announced a couple of days ago, at the time of our yeah. recording, and with very little information. And so that's what <laughs> I'm also going to give you, which is I really want to save the big Crunchyroll Expo, uh, Virtual Crunchyroll Expo announcements for when the big virtual control expo announcements happen. Uh, I will say though, that I am very, very excited. And I think you're going to see things at uh, virtual CRX that you're not going to see at other virtual events. And I, I think we have the benefit of being a little later in the year than a lot of things. So we have Ooh. a little more time to uh, ramp up some really, really, really cool things that um, or really clever solutions to making that virtual space feel like a, uh, a more, a more of a community event. So are you going to get little we'll, robots we'll running around in the dealer's room? You can connect your <laughs> <laughs> connect your computer to a robot. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> confirm or deny the CR virtual CRX robots. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little Hime's running around. Yeah, that's really cool, man. I oh my god, I'm excited. Ah, okay, that's really cool. I um, mean, I did the what's it called? I went on uh, Anime Central, had a Minecraft server. Like, I thought that was pretty sick, but like I couldn't watch anime in the virtual screening rooms. I couldn't like, it was just like a fun place to run around as like my little like aqua skin. <laughs> right. We recently we recently did like a charity uh, anime virtual convention con in the beginning of this month. Um, oh yeah, which was pretty fun. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed it. What was it called? It, it was, was called, called. It's called AnyTube. In a TubeCon 2020. Yeah. yeah, it's all on YouTube. On, yeah, they're on YouTube. I'm going to have to check that out. I'm so sorry to have missed it. Goodness. No, no, it's okay. No, it was yeah, pretty no. grassroots. Yeah, it was, pretty, yeah, it was pretty, relatively yeah. small. Yeah, it was pretty fun that we did a cosplay contest and there was a Smash Brothers tournament. It was really cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, it, you can go all on YouTube and, and, and check it out. I, I'll love to send you the info later if you'd like. But I appreciate that. If you check that out, I, I really appreciate that. That's really cool. Look, I um, have been disconnected from so much stuff because you know new baby uh yeah lots of life lo- like, <laughs> got got chickens this weekend so getting set up for that like i have been out of the loop on a lot of things so i'm i i'm i can't wait to check that out dude you got chickens that's real so life exciting. chickens <laughs> yeah oh that's yeah, awesome so you can get your own egg you get your own eggs and everything yeah, never have to buy eggs that's that's actually really cool Hopefully it'll work out like that. You can't tell yeah. when they're little chicks if they're going to turn into hens or roosters. So, you know, we're playing the uh, the numbers game there. <laughs> dude, that's exciting, man. You got some extra miles content. That's awesome. Do you get chickens? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> dude, that owns. That's so sick. Okay. Okay, I got excited about chickens for a second. All right, here we go. I love chickens. Um, are there any plans to include more anime movies in the Crunchyroll catalog? Like whether they're CR originals old titles or like the Konosuba movie, anything like that. This question takes me back to my, uh, when I was doing the Crunchyroll panels at like 20 events a year. Absolutely. And I'll give the same answer I gave them, which is the more people watch them, the easier it is to get more. Um, but I know of a couple that are coming up. So there are specific movies coming out soon and it's exciting. And one thing I like is like the Konosuba movie came out like around the same time as the Blu-ray came out in Japan. So what, you know, fans in Japan would have to pay like 7,000 yen for, uh, you get just included for free with your Crunchyroll subscription. So this is one of the, the, the funny ways where fans overseas sometimes get a much easier chance of watching things than they do in Japan. Oh, nice. So was there like a deal with Japan where like it wouldn't stream over there for a certain amount of time or something? Is that how that worked out? Uh, it's more just uh, Japan, the, the the streaming environment is just very different. And we really don't have um, this. This is quite the, uh, <laughs> uh, I could go on about this for a long time. It's just different ways that uh, Japan tends to monetize. And Japan's, the, the industry in Japan is not necessarily a monolith. So I don't want to speak to what one publisher did compared to the rest. But I'm very yeah. grateful that this one particular publisher was able to uh, let fans overseas watch this instead of having to wait months yeah, and months and months after Japanese fans. Because I remember thinking back to Your Name and and, all, and uh, Silent Voice and that stuff. It seemed like forever that those movies finally came out overseas. Like everybody had heard about them, but it's like all this uh, effort that it, that it takes just to just to license them over here. You know, I'm sure that's that's sometimes a nightmare. <laughs> I am 
very often grateful to not be on the licensing team. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, I'm sure I hear crazy. stories. Because like I I've mean, heard like, horror stories where like they don't even know who holds the license for some things, and there's like ten different oh. like production companies attached to it, all and the like time. you have to get everybody on the same page. Like I don't even know. <laughs> right. The way that crin- that not cruncher the way that anime is produced these days works really well while a series is airing. But basically, once the the main monetization for that anime series is kind of like it's past its prime, figuring out who those stakeholders are, who's who needs to get in the room, it's so complicated. And then that doesn't even include music rights. So the the world of yeah. anime licensing is is a tricky business for sure. Right? And isn't uh, isn't J-pop finally starting to like slowly branch out? Like, because like for the longest time, Japanese pop was like not really a thing outside of Japan or am I thinking of, am I thinking correctly? Did I hear that right? I think I, I read something on Twitter about that, but that's, that's a little, a little bit of a tangent, I guess. I, I am, I am very hopeful that the trend continues myself. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. Cause like a lot of people and then like, like not to answer for miles, but like th- there was a lot of with J-pop especially. Cause like I've been a fan of J-pop for a long time. There was there was very very few artists that you could go to like Sam Goody back in the day. You could go to Sam Goody or Fye or like even Suncoast Video, and find like you could find like Yutadi Hikaru because she had just did Kingdom Hearts, and you could find a few others. You know you could go to a Hot Topic and find uh, Durin Gray because those were released in both country in both North America and Japan. But like. It kind of, I think, and I think Nick is asking, because especially, like, in the last 10 years, J-pop kind of faded out a little bit. But I think, like, mm-hmm. it's starting to come back for sure now because of, like, Lisa and, um, you know, all the other artists we're hearing on anime nowadays, like, you know, Cold Rain. Cold Rain has been a band since, like, the early 2000s. And a lot of people are, like, really into Cold Rain now because of Fire Force. You know what I mean? So it's like, Yeah. I don't know if I answered that very well, but like, I think you did. Yeah, no, I, I, I am very hopeful for J-pop to like be more relevant within the larger world music scene. And I, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I just want to see the next, uh, Gangnam style, but J-pop version of that. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think it's, I think One it's much easier now that like we have all these streaming services like Spotify and iTunes and, and Amazon music, like, Anytime I Shazam uh, an opening from an anime, it goes straight. Like, I just search it on Spotify and it's there. So, and half the time the artist's albums are on there. It's not just that one song. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, Miles, actually, tangent, do you have, like, a favorite J-pop or J-rock artist right now or that you listen to? Goodness. I mean, I am am very... Uh, you know, embarrassingly, like I'm very uh, any song focused in that regard. Um, I used to listen to a lot more J-pop um, and J-rock uh, back in college, but really, if it's not an any song, I probably don't listen to it these days. Oh, gotcha! <laughs> yeah, I'm, there, yeah, I'm yeah. right there with you. I, I'm so bad with music, so I already knows that. But <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people, though. Sorry, right. I still love Capsule, though. They're great. Hell yeah, dude. Okay, I, a better question. What's your favorite opening from like this year so far? From this year? Yeah. Ooh. No, that's a hard one. Goodness. <laughs> okay, how about just lately? Like in even the last <laughs> few years. Last few years? Okay, I can I can do that. 
Okay. Well, no, I'm just thinking of like 2016 stuff still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shirobako for everything. <laughs> Excuse me, that was 2014. No, um, oh my goodness. I'm having a hard time. I am so into... I'm oh, so, what about oh. Kokoku? <laughs> I mean the Mob Psycho opening, but that's like a year. That's almost two a year and a half ago. Oh yeah, anything by Studio Bones. Like they do such good openings. My Hero, Mob Psycho. Sobe Asubase's opening was the best one. <laughs> <laughs> the B Stars yes, opening yes. was sick. That was great. Yeah, yeah, that one was sick. That's what's up. Okay, sorry, I got you. I like I tongue tied you. My bad. No, that, that's uh, <laughs> it was hard. <laughs> Putting them on the spot, Sam. Come on. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Um, you kind of already answered this one. I was about to ask, like, how does Crunchyroll go about licensing new and old content, and how has this evolved over the years? But you you kind of answered that somewhat already. But I mean, yeah, very carefully. In short, very carefully. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was gonna say, what other Crunchyroll originals can fans look forward to? But you kind of answered that already too, already earlier. With, but there's uh, there's one I want to talk about, the GB8. Oh, oh yeah, talk- yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah, just tell announced me. that this this morning, um, and that one is really exciting to me because uh, the character designs are by uh, Yoshitaka Amano, and Ooh, yes. there's something about Amano's art that I will never get sick of. It is very weird to see in 2020, and yeah, it's like Angel's in the Egg, best possible way. Yeah, Angel's Egg, one of my favorite anime all time. Yes, right? so good. <laughs> and yeah. everything with Amano art. I don't know what it is about those series. Maybe it's just I, I like the style a lot. But there's something really, like, everything comes together around those character designs in a really interesting way. And so I've never, even, like, the ones that aren't necessarily quote-unquote good, I have found a lot of enjoyment out of every anime that Amano's been involved with. And I think it's Absol- just, like, when you're that, like, anime is a style format. Like, it's a medium, not a, uh, not a genre. And so, like, when you're taking advantage of the medium to be, like, we're going to animate Amano's artwork. You're going to do something cool. You're just going to do something cool every time. Like the original Arslan anime, sick as hell. Yeah. I don't know. Ars- yep. Yeah. Arslan Oh, dude. That must I be totally so hard on the animators to animate his designs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I forgot about that one. I, I talked about it on our newscast, and I totally forgot that, one, that that's one of the ones I was hyped for um, because of that, because of Amano. So... That is really sick. That and that's probably going to get a dub too. Then for sure, right? Uh, if it's a Crunchyroll original, I don't actually uh, know myself, but we're certainly focusing a lot on our Crunchyroll originals, so I, I would not be surprised. Okay. Oh, but he, don't quote I, me on right. that for sure. He also did a Vampire Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, yes. Like maybe not necessarily the best anime, but like I would recommend it to anyone who likes anime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like you don't even have to put the volume on for that movie. Just, <laughs> just look at it. Um. Okay. Well. Last. Last question. Last question. Mm-hmm. This one is more for for us for us at the anime, at Anime Summit, if you will. <laughs> Do you personally listen to any anime podcasts or follow any Anatubers? So yes, but <laughs> let, me, let me let me give some caveats here. Okay. I used to listen to every anime podcast I could get my hands on. At my old job. Okay. But now it feels like work because they're talking about my work stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's everything that's not anime then. 
No, so like I listen to a lot of like I listen to a lot of NPR podcasts. I listen to like Freakonomics. I listen to a lot of like like economics related podcasts in general, some political ones. But like, I I used to listen to a lot, and like like my relationship with anime is so strange because it's it's like my my main hobby. Like it's my predominant hobby. It's the thing I care about the most outside of like friends, family, food, and all that stuff, right? But. It, my relationship with anime is like if I have a really stressful day at work, I don't want to take it out on anime. I don't want to like burn myself out, and I certainly have at times, right? Sure. So um, my escape from if I'm ever feeling like I want to I want to enjoy anime, but I don't want to like think about oh I could market it like this or da 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 da, or oh I should I need to tell this person to write an article about this or ooh we could do a feature on this or hey have we reached out to this person and like you know. I know anime production staff too, just from years of like doing this and hosting panels and um, going to Japan and meeting with publishers and partners. Like, so like it's weird to see like people I go drinking with in the credits. So <laughs> to, to, <laughs> to kind of like avoid that, like my way of enjoying being an anime fan is to just watch old shit. Um, yeah, and so I keep up with a lot of like this season. I was watching like twelve simulcasts, which is. I used to watch like 30 a season back when I was like responsible for like before I was a director and before I had such a big team under me, I was watching like 30 anime a season because I needed to keep up with everything for work purposes. But now I only need to keep up with the top titles for work purposes and I have a lot more freedom to just watch whatever I want. And so not getting burnt out on anime as much that way. And then when it comes to anime secondary media, like meta content, like I love. I've been listening to Anime World Order for like ten years. Right? Oh, I love them. There yeah. you go, they Nick. They they are my favorite <laughs> anime podcast of all time. E- even even above my own podcast. <laughs> yeah. Don't say yeah, that. Nick, Nick, goodness. Yeah, Nick put me on. <laughs> Nick put me on. AWO. They started in like two thousand five. Like they started OG. when podcasts started. Yeah, and they're great. Gu- they're all three of them are just wonderful, lovely people. I remember, like, I felt like I was like even though I didn't like know them personally that well at the time, like I felt like it was like bad of me to be like, Ooh, should I really do a like cross promotional thing with them? Isn't that like illegal because I, I like the podcast, but <laughs> you know, that, that was like six years ago that we did that, that little promo, but like, I love AWO and um, it doesn't feel like work to listen to them or it doesn't, it doesn't make me think about work when they're talking about like Gomenosama Bambanzai or something like that. Right They're Yeah. They do more <laughs> obscure stuff. So that that's my favorite anime podcast. I do occasionally listen to other ones just to kind of get a sense of what folks in the community are talking about. And that's the same reason, like, it is actually, it feels like, like it's more of an actual work thing when I listen to anime podcasts now or watch anime YouTubers. Like, if my friend is put out a video that they're particularly proud of and they're, like, an anime YouTuber, I'll watch it because, like, I want to support them. And then that's kind of, like, how I approach it. Um... But if I'm watching an anime YouTuber other than that, it's probably not for fun. It's for like, I want to understand how this audience feels or <laughs> what is like the <laughs> narratives that are you going the, around. You have the Gendo Akari uh, hands are just cold and calculating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, if, if it is my job to understand fundamentally how anime fans are feeling about things, anime YouTubers are not representative of very much except for the people who watch them, right? Because even yeah. if the people who watch them don't agree with them, they still accept whatever a YouTuber says is like, this is a truth, even if it's not the truth. And so I think like 
you know, I see nonsense narratives from anime YouTubers and from podcasts sometimes, but like, I want to know those nonsense narratives so that like, I, I know how anime fans are feeling or what they're thinking about. So, um, yeah, I am, I try and be as engrossed in the community as I can. And I'm natural. Like that's my natural state is like a full-time member of the anime uh, (laughs) community. And if I wasn't working at Crunchyroll, I'd probably be even more active in it to be honest. Uh, but that's, it's weird because like I don't watch or listen for specifically fun purposes. Really love, you know, got some buddies who make YouTube videos um, who are well known enough that I'm not going to bother like embarrassing them here. But <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can probably find them just anime YouTuber, like just type it in, you'll, you know. Well, I think that's important too because like there's once in a while we'll put out an, an episode called an AO episode for fun where we just talk about whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just kind of like to make it seem like it's just people hanging out on our podcast. I so, love that. Yeah. That it's it's interesting to hear you say that cuz I I don't want to make it feel like work for anybody even if it is your job, you know. But like <laughs> Well, no, it's I mean but, like that's it, it's like that's all me, right? Like I if you're talking about something relevant to one of our anime, I'm going to be like, "Um, how can I like you like how can this be helpful to me in my job?" Mm, sure. I'm yeah. not, I, can, I can't help myself. I just, I am always in work mode, and that is not helped by the fact that I relax by watching anime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. Dude, all three of us feel that so hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> especially Major. Nick. Especially Nick. He's trying to complete like 20 shows a season. <laughs> <laughs> back in the day. Back in the day. Not so much right now. <laughs> yeah. 20 shows. That's oh, only man. six hours a week. That's true. Yeah, that, that's how I, 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 I told that to Sam when we started our podcast. I'm like, Sam, just watch like 10 episodes a day. It's not that much. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, just watch like between blinks, like while you're eating, you know. Between, you're yeah, sleeping. don't blink. Yeah. And then and then you can just do what I did when I had to take oh, my God. temporary leave yeah. for when I went to school. And then when I came back, I literally just went ham. I did not <laughs> stop. <laughs> <laughs> did not stop i finished like, like yeah. i finished like 10 shows in like three days yeah well, <laughs> yeah my record is 27 t- episodes in a day <laughs> that's pretty good that's pretty good that's pretty good um dude yeah miles i i wish we could talk for for the, the rest of the week and, and honestly <laughs> honestly man if, even if you want to come on our podcast and talk about something else not anime like do you read comics do you play video games what's your favorite cat do you like cats? <laughs> do you like do animals? Do you like owning things? Do you like to own stuff? <laughs> As a cat dad with two cats, I've got two of my least favorite cats. Oh. <laughs> they drive me crazy, man. I love cats, but I, I I spend more time cleaning up their puke than I do petting them, I swear. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. No, they're, they're good. They're good. I love them. It just I makes the them. petting all the more worth it. All right, okay. Miles. I really appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. Anything? Any final thoughts? You want to give any shout outs? Any anything you want to tell any people? Any plugs? Any plugs? Plug it up. If you are especially brave, you can follow me on Twitter at um, real underscore kilometers. Um, that is that's me. I'm Miles. Uh, <laughs> I just go by Miles everywhere. Uh, and watch Precure this season because I can't believe we finally have a simulcasting Precure. This oh, is yeah. crazy. I love it. That's uh, that's yeah. Toei's A A team, right? Like their their best animators. I, I cannot com- comment on 
confirm or deny that. But that <laughs> that's, part of that's it. That's my personal but opinion. <laughs> certainly, I've, I have seen people seen online say as much. Yes. Yeah. There, <laughs> some of the pre-cure fights, just YouTube, like pre-cure. There's like short little clips, and like some of the fights in that show are, are not. I haven't seen pre-cure, but I've seen some very short clips, and it's it's crazy. I have imported a DVD or two of previous seasons. Um, yeah. Yeah. They 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 really go all out on that show. It's it's gorgeous. All right, everybody. I hope you all enjoyed that episode. Thanks for listening every week. Uh, I've been Sam, Nick, and Danny, and Miles from Crunchyroll. Thank you so much. Fanfare, fanfare, Yay. fanfare effect right here. And uh, we've been the Anime Summit Podcast. Thank you all so much. <laughs> <laughs>